This is the 156th episode of Downtime Podcast. My name is Elisa. Jeremy is not on the line for this episode. He will be joining us in a couple weeks. Uh, He's been pretty busy with a few things. To be completely honest, I don't even know if Jeremy has Wi-Fi right now. So once he's configured and has everything set up, we're going to have another episode, the two of us together. This is the first episode of season five of Downtime Podcast. We've been doing this for a while now, which is crazy. And I'm looking forward to our first episode together for this new chapter. going to keep this episode pretty short. There's three topics that I really want to talk about and a lot of things that are on my mind, a lot of things that I have been playing, such as I started Breath of the Wild, I played Spider-Man Miles the Miles Morales and like I'm you know doing all of these different things. I finished Hades, but I want to wait for Jeremy to talk fully about a lot of those things. Um but for now what I want to talk about is Final Fantasy, Dad of Light, which is a TV show on Netflix. I'm going to talk a little bit about Ghost of Tsushima because that's another talk up topic that I want to really go in depth with Jeremy. And I'm just going to tell you my opinion about the whole GameStop stock situation. And I'm not, re- we're not really going to break down or explain what's going on because by this point of listening to this episode, you probably know exactly what's going on. So we don't need to really break down exactly what happened. So first off, Final Fantasy, Dad of Light, is a TV show on Netflix. And it's a TV show that Jeremy actually watched before and he's talked about. And I finally finished it yesterday. And it's one of the most heartwarming, really, it was really adorable. It was a really great TV show. (laughs) I, I felt super warm watching it. And... Uh, you know, if you're in the mood for something that's much more lighthearted, sweet, you know, about a relationship between a dad and his son, this is this is great for you. It's been a while since Jeremy's talked about the episode, so just to give a very quick summary of what the TV show is about, it's about a father and son who, when the son was a kid, the father bought him Final Fantasy, and they... And I forgot I forgot which Final Fantasy it was that they were playing together, but it's one of the old school ones. And they played it, and eventually, fast forward to the son who's now an adult. He has a working career. He doesn't have as much of a strong relationship with his father as he did in the past. And so he's now working, and... He finds out that his dad quits his job just as his dad is about to reach retirement. And basic, basically, like, everyone at his dad's company is confused. Like, why did he quit? Like, this guy was the best. Like, he was going to be promoted. He was going to do this. He was going to do that. And so the son and the mom are trying to figure out what's wrong with the dad because the dad's not talking to anyone. So the son gets the dad to play Final Fantasy fourteen on his own 
uh, for people who don't know, that is the MMORPG version of Final Fantasy. And the dad's playing it with his character, the son's playing it with his character, and the series is them rekindling their relationship and the son really, you know, getting to know his dad once more and finding out, like, what, why exactly he quit his job. It was, like, it was surprisingly like pretty funny too and i like man there there was just a lot of great moments in this i it was super adorable they really captured the awkwardness of playing an mmorpg where the animation and the gameplay wasn't seamless like it like what was really funny was they were in a scene where they were in a an onsen or a hot spring and like, it was just so awkward seeing the characters get into the hot spring because it was the awkward animation of, like, they were, like, run, you know, like, trying to find the, you know, trying to find the, the hot spot where, like, they could sit and, like, they were, like, awkwardly, like, just walking and, like, and no one was, like, finding their footing. And it just, it really felt like NPCs and what, it, like, actual players playing the game. So that's what I really liked about them when they were playing this it 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 all felt like the episode of south park uh make love not warcraft like it was a this show uh this tv show was a very good representation of 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 just like how it feels playing an mmorpg and it was it was really cool and it all leads up to them fighting a final boss and it you know I, it was just a very well done show like i like i like i had this on my list after jeremy told me and i finally decided to knock it off the watch list and it was great uh 10 out of 10 i very very sweet show very cute next i want to talk about ghost of tsushima i don't want to go into many details but I just, one one thing I wanted to talk about, which by the way, Ghost of Tsushima, really enjoying it. it. Like, I, like, this game is great. And I, I, you know, I've put it off for so long and I'm having such a good time playing it. I'm not, I don't even, I'm not, I don't even know where I am in the story because I'm not doing any story. Like, I'm finding all the Inari shrines. I'm, you know, making haikus. I'm helping all of these, like, side quests and, like, you know, building up my reputation. But I don't, like, I don't even, I haven't even found all the people in Act 1 that I need to help Yuna. <laughs> like, it, or is her name Yuna? Yeah, to help Yuna. Um get back Shimura. So it's just like, I don't even know where I am, but I'm having a great time. It's such a beautiful game. And this game was it like, I've had the, I have, I've had my PlayStation since 2016 and I've been playing this, all, all the games that I've been playing so far, I've been playing on my college TV, which is, you know, it's like a good HD TV. It's like, you know, gets the job done, it's Samsung, it's totally fine. But this game, this game basically was the game that made me realize, yeah, I need a fucking 4K TV. <laughs> like, I'm watching all of these cutscenes, all, like, it's so beautiful, like, the 
portrayal of Tsushima. They even have mist in the morning, like all of the leaves in the fall. It's just so gorgeous. And here I am playing it on this regular ass, like HD TV. And so, yeah, basically I played this game. I'm going to get a new TV this month is the moral, is the moral of the story because I really want to, I really want to like finish like, act, I, I don't know how many acts there are. I'm assuming there's two acts, but um, <clears throat> the final part of the story, I, I hope I have my TV in time because I just really, I really want to play this in like its 4k form and it's just, yeah. That's that's all I have to say about the game right now. I'm really liking it. Um, it was hard for me to get used to some of the controls, especially running, because I'm so, you know, coming off of Yakuza or whatever, I'm so used to running just be pressing X. And so, you know, having to press uh, L3, um, it was just so a little bit awkward, but like I'm, I've gotten used to it. But um, I, I do think it's pretty seamless a lot of the action, such as like getting on your horse, riding along the island, picking up items, it's like with R2 and you don't even have to get off your horse or anything. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. So it's like, if you compared, compare the horseback riding of this game to Red Dead Redemption 2, and you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a much more older game as well, but I, I do feel like the horseback riding aspect of it, um, Def it like you can definitely see how they've improved it and like from any other horseback riding game and I I'm really enjoying it I think it's pretty it's pretty cool the controls are pretty easy to understand I'm playing it on medium difficulty yeah and then you know it's just a good time it's a good time lastly I want to talk about briefly the whole GameStop stonk situation there's you know you probably know the story. This isn't anything new, but I just want to give my thoughts because I, I have two, <clears throat> I have two conflicting thoughts. And for people who aren't from the United States, basically, what basically what the situation is is you have person uh, you have person A who bought stocks from GameStop. So person A bought stop stocks from GameStop. Person B was like, hey. Let me borrow your stocks, aka like hedge fund people and billionaires. They borrowed these people's stocks and then they sold it for low because they expected the stock to go low. And then the Wall Street, and then like person A and a bunch of other people who are in person A's position realized what was going on. And then in the Wall Street Bets subreddit, they were like, you know what? Let's all buy the GameStop stock because. Person B now owes me money and let's drive this up and manipulate the market. And that's exactly what they did. And so all of these hedge fund people and billionaires, because person A and the sub and like all of these like regular people bought the stocks, like all these billionaires and, you know, rich people now owe like so much money to them because they borrowed it. So. First of all, a part of me is like, <laughs> this is great because the whole economic system in the United States is pretty capitalistic and not even pretty capitalistic. It is capitalistic. And, you know, I think back at this whole COVID situation and 
a lot of the the stimulus that was trying that with the intention of bailing out people and like trying to help people who were laid off or un you know unemployed you know who had to take pay cuts like a lot of the stimulus didn't even go to them like the stimulus went to billionaires it went to millionaires it went to huge companies it didn't even go to small businesses like it, it you know it didn't go to people who actually like need, really didn't like couldn't afford to pay rent and so you know motorcycle all right so there is you know there's a lot that i could say on the topic also like a lot of people don't have act you know a lot of people don't know how the stocks work and a lot of people like you know it's it's a whole class it's a whole class thing that people don't even know how to manage their finances some like some like schools don't teach economics anymore and home economics how to manage how to save money how to do stocks and like you know all these rich people you know they've been manipulating the market and doing things for so long and then finally like you have like you know as kind of regular people and a lot of people who may not know what's going on we're all you know there's always a level of intimidation a level of intimidation like I don't know how to do stocks, so I'm just not gonna, you know, do this. And so what's great is finally, like, a group of people on the subreddit or wherever were just like, you know what, fuck it, let's Google how to beat the system. And they totally beat the system. And I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about, like, everyone, like, like, having a fair trading game, like, everyone having like like equity for money which so many people have like so many countries have except for the united states and on top of that it's just like you see how flawed the system is because you have apps and companies that sell cheap stocks and like robin hood hq they you know they totally they totally like are limiting their stocks now after they've realized like oh the average person you know is all trying you know like knows how to do stocks and knows how to manipulate the market like rich people so we're now going to limit them it's just like you can finally see the flaws in this whole system in the government and i don't be surprised if in the united states the government decides to make new rules that are going to limit the average person from doing stocks in however way it's just it's it it's like you know it's a whole economic class issue and that's what annoys me and then the last thing i want to talk about is just you know this isn't gaming related but i really do hate how there is no retirement guarantee for people in the united states a lot of countries they just have regular pensions and the government like helps the elderly when they get older and they retire where in the united states you have to create these um you have to create accounts from these private companies like fidelity and vanguard and you have to create what is called a 401k which is putting retirement money into stocks and it you know it's just like Basic, basically, this whole situation just shows how badly, how capitalist 
the United States has become over the years and how it's ruining people. And now that the average person can do it too, the government and rich people are, are going to eventually find a way to like make that not happen again. Um, yeah, it it's like, this is one of those things where it's a pretty, it, this, this is a funny story. Like the whole concept of this is hilarious. Like I've seen animal crossing explanations for this. Like it did like, this is great. Like this is hilarious, but in if like deep diving into it, it just shows how much the United States sucks. So that is my spiel about the whole GameStop situation. And I know I said I was going to only talk about three topics, but one more topic, Animal Crossing. As of tomorrow, it is February 1st, which means that all of the festival items, which is Animal Crossing Mardi Gras, is available. So make sure that you buy it at the store, as well as there's going to be, uh, I believe, recipes on festival slash Mardi Gras, which is February 15th in Animal Crossing. And... There's going to also be a few special items at the Nook store or not the Nook store, but the Nook app. Um, like, I I think I read that there's actually going to be like a football rug specifically for the Super Bowl, um, like when they sell special items based off of uh, international holidays, which I think is pretty funny. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And yeah, that is all I have to say. Uh, Chariot Goblin has a question. Um, I believe his question is, oh God, let me pull this back up. Uh, cue the music. Chariot Goblin's question, hopefully you all had a happy holiday. After Yakuza 7, what do you think is next for the series? Could it be Yakuza 8, Kiwami 3, or Judgment 2? Will Yakuza 8 return to the beat-em-up combat? Will Sega ever localize the feudal Japan spinoffs? Oh, man. And in the meantime, I should probably play my sealed copy of Judgment despite its mixed reception. Thanks, and keep up the great work. So I'm not going to answer this whole thing because, like I said, I want Jeremy to be here to to really, like, go in-depth in this question. But I... In my opinion, I think that the next thing is going to be Judgment 2. And the reason being that the um, Yakuza 3 through 5, it just got released on Steam. So I don't think they're going to do touch any of that for a while. And then they're probably also working on Yakuza 8. But um, I do think that Judgment 2 is going to be next. And... God, I I didn't even know that Judgment had mixed reception, but it's honestly like one of my favorite games of the whole franchise. In fact, this is like this is like my second favorite game of the 
Ryuga Gotoku franchise. So I hope that you enjoy playing Judgment Jared Goblin. We're going to go fully into this, like I said, when Jeremy's back. Because you definitely talk about that Fuel Era game. <laughs> and I know Jeremy's going to want to talk about that. So if you have more questions, hit us up at www.contact. Oh god, I totally messed this up www.downtime.live there's a form there and then our email is contact at downtime.live okay and then on the website on the descriptions of our podcasts we have the discord as well you can join that and you can ask us questions through there we are on spotify we're on podbean we're on stitcher we're on apple podcasts and Last but not least, I want to read a review that we got on Apple Podcast. So this review on Apple Podcast is from Renzais, Renzais, and uh, titled Nice, Lovely Voices in a Low-Key Podcast About Games. So thank you, and I hope that you enjoy listening to this podcast. Feel free to write us more Apple reviews for any listeners who listen through us listen to us on Apple Podcasts. All right. That is all for this week. Happy February and we will talk to you soon. <laughs>